Welcome to the No Concept Podcast. I'm Katie. And I'm Darcy. Or Kate, or whatever. Uh, and here we are, episode one. Woohoo! Woohoo! Should we, let's, let's do less, let's make a pledge to do less wooing as no. the, let's, We're as the thing goes on. girls? <sighs> okay, it's fine. It's only, fine. let's only, let's, let's pledge to ourselves to never fake woo again. Like, just... Like earnest an authentic woo. woo-hoo. Totally. Okay. Yeah. So. It's a good goal. Catherine, I think we should start each episode with something we learned in the last week. Just to prove that there, it, we have concepts of some things, right? Like some things we understand. It just happens to be okay. these things we have no concept of. Okay. So, um, but it did blow my mind. My mom and I recently watched um, Downton Abbey. Oh, right on trend. <laughs> yes, yes, I know. <laughs> They're coming out with a movie this fall. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. Come on. I was thinking about doing a rewatch, yeah. Yes. So um, I had never, I'd watched like one episode. And so, mm. and she had watched more, but it was something we could watch the, together. The Titanic didn't suck you in immediately? No. Oh, man. I don't know. So, um, I don't know. I guess I had a life before. Anyways, um, I swear it was not last year, but my niece says it is. One of her spelling words was capitulate. And oh. she was struggling with it, and I was trying to help her, and I was like, what How kind old of is word your niece? is this? Well, she thinks it was when she was in seventh grade. I swear it was when she was, like, in fifth or sixth. And maybe mm. it's, like, an SAT word or something, oh. you know? But I was like, no one walks around saying capitulate, which, apparently, <laughs> by the way, means to surrender. Like, sure. I wave the white flag. I capitulate. Okay. They used it in Downton Abbey, and I was like, I know what that means. So, so, so we learned what... I have a concept of what capitulate means. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you're welcome. Now you do, too. Or maybe everyone else did, and I just was the only one. Definitely buying you a word of the day calendar for your birthday, <laughs> if that's all it takes to impress you. <laughs> no. Um, I, this week, last night specifically... Learned how to do a podcast (laughs) with more with more than one mic. Uh, You know, we thought we would just like buy a mic and plug it in and hit record. And I don't. Testo changeo. It's done. There were. It turns out there was more to it than that. It was (laughs) this like this whole thing started as a bit of a joke, where Katie and I were being funny. I mean, to one another at least. Hi, Georgie. I hope you all can hear my baby (laughs) crying in the background. Uh, we were being funny to one another, at least. And I was like, we should for sure have a podcast. And I was joking, but I really wasn't. It was like one of those feeler jokes, you know? Uh, I don't think I really responded at all. I was No, just like, she let it die. She let it die on the vine. I was like, okay, well, I guess I'll do my own podcast. And then like, what, a week or two later, I'm sitting at an appointment and I'm like, I need something in my life. <laughs> so I start like, but really, do you want to uh, start a podcast? <laughs> Uh, and so this name is the No Concept Podcast. I was like, yeah, I'd do it, but we don't have a concept, you know. And and then it just kind of became this project that I've been kicking around. Uh, I'm a, an occasional filmmaker, uh, and I wanted to kind of go around Nebraska and talk to just some interesting people. I uh, have lived away for a while and came back and, um, you know, as a 32-year-old, just want to meet some people I'm interested in and learn a few things. Uh, so... I was looking to do that in sort of a film capacity, but then I thought, hell, let's do it as a podcast. That'll be easy. (laughs) So easy. So, so, so easy. Uh, And here we are for your listening pleasure. I almost (laughs) woohooed. 
<laughs> well, Pat that, myself on the back good. right there. Good. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to dampen your enthusiasm. And no, I'm, I'm not going to do it. Nope, you dampened it. <laughs> so, with that bit of banter out of the way. <laughs> um, so, do we want to maybe tell a little bit about ourselves outside of? I mean, I did it. I'm sort of okay, an occasional a little filmmaker, bit, yeah. and I yelled at my kid once. So yeah, so she's a mother and a filmmaker. <laughs> but she also has a husband. That's everything I can be as a person. Here. Yes, those are all the things. Uh, and I used to live in Los Angeles, but now I live here. Uh, I'm from here originally. I here, I guess here, here could be anywhere. <laughs> I live in your. I live in your radio. No, uh, we are in Central Nebraska, specifically Holdridge, Nebraska. Yes, and I. Um, it's like a hard question right now for me. <laughs> so I used to be an accountant. That's what my degree is in. That's what my career has been. And then this last year, I am a caretaker and a bartender and a nap taker. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I have uh, seven nieces and nephews that fill my hmm. um, evenings and weekends. Seven? When I'm not busy, yes. Yeah, I guess seven. seven. Yeah, there's a lot. Wow. There's a lot. Yeah, so, um, and Darcy and I met in kind of a strange roundabout way. My first <laughs> real boss in accounting was Darcy's mom, and... Woohoo! Um, oh, no! Oh, no. <laughs> I just woohooed Kim! I guess I can woohoo my mother. That was a fake one, know. though. Yeah, it didn't sound very authentic. Oh, Uh-oh. Uh, yeah, my mom introduced me to my best Nebraska friend and my husband. <laughs> so, so everyone needs a Kim Lukin in their life. I mean, every dysfunctional <laughs> person who can't meet their own people, I guess. <laughs> every recluse, you know. <laughs> we have a, a early guest <laughs> calling you. Oh, the AC's on. Oh, okay. That's okay. We'll do this one a little windy. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Ross. Uh, so I guess we'll just, let's just dive into it. So each week on the No Concept Podcast, we're going to be discussing something that we don't really know how it works or an experience that we don't know how to put ourselves into. Um, so the example we use is uh, electricity. <laughs> I feel like the generation before us understood it, maybe. And maybe I'm wrong on that, but hmm. I don't understand how electricity works. I know there all. are types of electricity. Like you could get solar or like nuclear or like But so this wind. type that we have here, how does that work? How does that light turn on? Uh cold. <laughs> <laughs> so we don't understand. Darcy doesn't have a concept of it. I don't think it's coal, is it? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Where it There's comes also from. like water, though. Like, like but the Hoover it, Dam does something, right? It's in the power lines, right? Like, well, it it travels. <laughs> so we promise not to be this dumb all the time. We're very Stick smart people. We're yeah. many time trivia champions. Yes. Between yes. the two of us, we have. College degrees. Yes, we are smart. We just <laughs> don't sound like it right now. We swear we are. There, but there's gaps. There's gaps in everybody's knowledge. All right, so we're going to close some of those. Yeah. Uh, so today's topic is not super fact-based. Again, it's one of those kind of more experiential things. And so um, I was thinking about this podcast, and I guess over the course of the podcast, 
We're going to be putting ourselves out there. We're going to be <laughs> talking to people we don't know. Um, we're going to be honestly looking stupid because the whole concept of it is I things we don't know, right? right. Which is kind of nerve-wracking. Um, so I thought it might be fun to start with someone who does that a lot. <laughs> not not someone, someone who's really stupid. No. Who's frequently uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, someone who talks to a lot of people. Um, this person actually talks to new people in front of our specific audience every single night. Okay. <laughs> Are you getting any... Um... It's Kim Lukey. <laughs> Not everything can be Kim Lukey. Oh, shoot. Okay. Um, so this Our person, audience every night. Yeah. Um, so. Okay. I'll just go into it. Uh, <laughs> Katie, do you have any concept of what it might be like to be on the television news in central Nebraska? Um, well, I don't even watch the news, so <laughs> no. Great. I'm, I'm, I'm so scared for you. I'm super scared for you. Uh, are you a cord cutter? Or is that... Uh, well, that's kind of how it started. I actually have never been a news watcher. Um, like, unless it's, like, tornado, I'm not, yeah. not going to watch the weather, and... I don't know. I, I, I've definitely gone out. through like the times where like you do nothing but watch the news and stress yeah. out. And then, but like local news has just never really been my thing. Yeah. I'll read about it. Like I definitely go to like, I'm assuming we're talking NTV. So I go to their website, their, their, their Facebook. <laughs> it's one of the, the other just, local affiliates. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> if I'm going to sit down and watch TV at six o'clock at night, though, it's probably going to be like binge watching something that yeah. I've already watched. <laughs> yeah. I do. I guess there's one. I, I sometimes watch it like during the school year now that my nephew's in high school. Oh. So I'll watch for the sports part. Oh, that's so nice. So that's a lie. I do sometimes watch it. That's nice. Uh, like I definitely know I would recognize the people. I know who they are. Mm-hmm. Um, so but some it's of the just not. Parallels. So one of the things that really interested me with her is that – I personally, I, I have a, you know, friendship with her and I know like she interacts with people out on the street and I know she interacts with people online and a lot of what we're going to be doing is like, <laughs> I don't know if you realize this, but we're talking to each other and it feels very comfortable. Right. And then everyone right. is going to listen. It's like if hypothetically open my phone and be able to read my text yeah. and and I think like, I would just. Why do you think this is funny? Yeah, like, and when I think you said this here. I no. think it will just be interesting to kind of pick her brain and see maybe how she juggles some of that uh, and kind of just what her perspective on it is. Um, right. So I don't know what we call this one. I guess we have no concept of. Kind of being like a local celebrity, like oh, a Nebraska. That's fun. You know? Yeah, like Nebraska famous. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That's cute. We're, we're, we think very highly of our podcast yes. already. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, neither one of us lack in the confidence area. <laughs> okay. Well, let's go ahead and bring her in. Yay. <laughs> uh, okay. So we have our shit together. <laughs> the AC is turned off. We, I put my baby to bed. And we are here with our guest for the week, Colleen Williams. 
lead anchor, in my opinion, <laughs> at NTV News. <laughs> I'd like that to be my official title. <laughs> lead anchor. In her own opinion. <laughs> uh, yeah, right. <laughs> my or mom and in I. In Darcy's opinion. <laughs> NTV oh, News. Yeah, yeah, yeah. NTV News with Colleen Williams. Also, Seth Denny's here. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't get rid of him. No. Also, this guy oh, We're attached. <laughs> Uh, Colleen is also a screenwriter, which is how, one of the ways in which I know her. Also, my mom <laughs> set us up, too. So, is there anything Kim Lukey doesn't I think, have her I think she's in? a podca- podcast sponsor. Like, yeah. I think she's <laughs> podcast sponsored by Kim Lukey. Um, uh, and I actually start, I got into film because I was studying broadcast journalism and they hit you with ethics right at the beginning, and they're like, "Oh, you can't make anything up." <laughs> and I was like, "Wait, that is oh, you wanted to use your that's imagination. not for me." Do you think your screenwriting's a bit of a creative sort of outlet when you do this oh, that's all day? Interesting. I, I I never thought about mm-hmm. that, but it definitely uses different skills and different parts of the the, the brain and the imagination. And mm-hmm. with screenwriting, don't you just immerse yourself into this world and the mm-hmm. characters come to life? And yeah, doing. You're doing a broadcast is completely different than that. <laughs> it's really just, yeah, night and day. You don't get to get lost in it. You have to be a little more present. <laughs> That's right. Although there's some, you know, if you're editing a story with, you know, you're, you're using video and you're using music and you're using words to tell a story, that that is a very creative. And I yeah. definitely, I enjoy that. Yeah. I guess I didn't realize until very recently that reporters were doing so much technical work. Yes. Like, they're doing it all. They're uh-huh. lugging their own camera out. They're doing... Mm-hmm. I mean, what what kind of goes into a news story that you might not think of when you just see the, the pretty person on, yeah. in front of your <laughs> well, screen? Well, exactly. But that's interesting you would bring that up because the whole, even the title has changed for a reporter where they are a multimedia journalist. And that uh-huh. is much more than just doing a story on TV. You're now, and it's not like it's equal, but what you do on the website and social media, that is very important and a direction where the industry is going. But um, we used to call it in the days when I started <laughs> one man banding. And, and so at a smaller market, you were also your own camera person and you would set up the camera and then you would like zoom in on something behind you like a tree limb and then you'd say okay that's where my head's gonna be right where this tree limb is and then I'd run and go stand in front of it and you'd you know three wait in three two one and then you would do your little stand up uh so we've been talking a little bit about how to find guests for the podcast Mm -hmm. um and how to think of subjects and meet people and Colleen, we thought you might know something about that after (laughs) your time Yeah, here on the news. I did this series. It was when I went to New York and then I moved back here. And I had this idea that I can't believe I lived in Nebraska for two years and had barely been to any other town aside from Kearney, which is where I lived. And then one time I went to Hastings to watch um, Boogie Nights. The theater had (laughs) Boogie Nights there. So we drove all the way to Hastings. Like IMAX in 3D? No, it was. Wow. Mark Wahlberg would have been really impressive (laughs) then. No, it was at the, oh, the now defunct theater at the mall. Oh, okay. Wow. 
So now I'm back in Nebraska and I'm thinking this is like a whole second chance to get to see different parts of the state. And I had mm. just signed, I think I signed a five-year contract. So I knew I had time. And <laughs> and, what I, and I just had this idea that I would put every town that we'd ever, that in our coverage area, and there was over 200. Our signal, mm. it goes as far north to, um, I mean, O'Neill, we go mm. as far west, almost to the Colorado border, down south into Kansas, and then as far east to York, let's right. just say. And then yeah. York, and then on beyond, they're watching. Right, they're doing their own right. thing, yeah. And so I put all these town names in a fishbowl and then live on the air, I'd reach in and it was always just as much fun for me as hopefully as it was to those watching. And whatever town I would pull, I would go visit. And it was a very positive peace. No matter what I would find in town, I, I wanted to, to give this town their week to have positive news. And that was the whole driving force sure. behind it. But I'm just thinking how different the whole flavor would be now with social oh. media. Oh, wow. Yeah. It just 15 years or 10 years later exactly. or whatever. Because it was like all, everything was roses. We're singing Kumbaya. We love each other. <laughs> but now, if I just, if, you know, well, why? You forgot to talk about this. Yes. You forgot this. And Why would if, you pick him? He did this. Yes, thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Sure. Because I thought about doing the roadless travel, you know, revisited 10 years later. Yeah. And I think it is. Is a whole different world out there <laughs> right. with social media. Finding your stories might be easier. <laughs> That's right. Oh my goodness, yes. Googling Announce you're going. And then, yeah. But sometimes I would like just going and seeing what was just going on that exact day. Right. Like, oh was, yeah. And I can remember going to, uh, it might be Eddieville. It might be, it might have been Eddieville. And I just like walked to the, the hairdresser and she was doing someone's hair in exchange for eggs. <laughs> I don't believe it. This is fantastic. So, did you start so at the hairdresser? Because that's where I'd start in yeah, every town. Always. <laughs> start at so the hairdresser. Eddieville is one of the uh, towns that was consolidated with my school. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know if we covered that. But... I don't know if we did either. So do you? would you remember a name of the hairdresser if I threw one out at you? Oh my gosh. I would not remember her name, but I know that I got her to sing the Eddieville fight song. It has got like to this. be. Fight, fight for old Eddieville. And you know, I probably did that interview in 2004 and I still remember I'm like oh I'm getting her to sing okay yes I don't and I could be totally wrong maybe there's more in Eddieville because I don't I don't do as much locally anymore but I used to get my hair cut there and her name was Barb Burr oh that could be that's a good name a barber Barb Barb Burr It's that kind of information that I've retained in my brain, but like, what did I do yesterday? What's today's date? Know. Yeah, I don't know. Are you Campbell or are you Caleb? Those are my two children. So like, you know, I'll just... We thought we were so cute, naming our kids all with a C. Yeah. It's uh, confusing. So you've seen, I mean, you've seen a lot of the folks in Nebraska that we're talking to. Yes. <laughs> Do you do you have any tips for us? Say, you, you basically did like what we want to do, just on the news. Oh, then, that, right? yeah, that's right. And do you know, I actually pitched myself to Alexander Payne. Oh. He was doing uh, extra casting for Nebraska. Your mother. Oh God. Your mother. <laughs> I worked with. Her I know then. this. Uh-huh. Yeah. I believe that she's the one that told us that that was happening, and we were able to reach out and get a one-on-one uh. with Alexander Payne, and he was still looking for locations in Nebraska, and I told him. I have every 
every single Nebraska town, like every single Main Street. Oh yeah, on tape. Of course. But it was DVC Pro, which now I can't it's can't a, play anywhere. It's a forgotten, <laughs> yeah, forgotten right. format. Mm-hmm. But um, you asked, would I have advice for you, like yeah. how to find interesting yeah. people? Oh my goodness! Yeah, let's, <laughs> let's think about that because. There, there are so many out there. I mean, I'm just, I'm thinking we have people here that worked for NASA and you, you just, it, it, there are so many accomplished people here. You just have to know where to look. Yeah. <laughs> and that's how we feel because we think we're pretty cool. We are. <laughs> yeah. Legit. And nobody else has asked us to be on a podcast yeah, yet. Not so. even once. Yeah. I mean, I've already <laughs> decided, first of all, I mean, Katie Cunningham, if that is not like a TV it's a anchor good name. name, it's a good name. It is a, we would write I mean, it's no Bar Burr, but. Yes, no, Bar Burr, I mean, that is fantastic. Okay, she's in first place. Okay. You're second with that cute name. Well, my name's a, a mouthful. Well, you added an extra syllable. I know. Well, you, no, you Several. Didn't, but. I added Czechoslovakian yeah, to the end of it. Why did you, what would your name be hyphenated? Well, it would be worse. Looking Bensky? Yeah. yeah. Well, that sounds doable, but it, if it's you just, saw it in print. It's, it's it a mess. Would, do you know what capitulate means? Oh, <laughs> capitulate. Katie learned this week. That's a good one. Do you know? No, no. tell me more. Surrender. Oh. I wouldn't have guessed it. Was it was a spelling word for my niece a while ago, and I was like, what is this word? What? No kidding. <laughs> have you guys lost your ability to spell with spell check and computers? I was never that great anyway. I've never been a speller. I can uh-huh. get into a mental state sometimes where like, I can't even spell my name. <laughs> and then most of the time I'm okay. But no, legitimately, when I was in Colorado a month or two ago, I tried to write just people's names on the top uh-huh. for like a score sheet. We're, well, you were in Colorado. I, no, 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 no. Ah, well, let's go we had just arrived. Hmm. Again. <laughs> there was no influences at play. Okay. And uh, I mean, like, I'm see, I'm raising my yeah, hand. Yeah, <laughs> But no, I was like adding. I was trying to write Ethan, and I put E A T H, and then I was like, that's, yeah, that's, that's not, not right. Not uh-huh. And then I went to write Anthony. So I like get really mad, and I cut that part off because I wanted to. First, but there's a sticker on the back, so I'm like, you can't. Oh, and I try to tear it off, but it takes a little bit of it, so you can't. Mm-hmm. So I cut off the bottom and I write Ethan, and I'm like, yes, nailed it, spelled it right. <laughs> then I go to write Anthony, and you're like, oh, no. oh. So I'm like, your name is Anthony, and this it, is it, like, it, it's done. Yeah. And Sorry, it's better, and Sorry you're welcome. It. Right. It's, more exotic. it's more exotic, you should embrace exactly. it. Exactly, you're welcome. Yeah, but so I have my moments with spelling. Tell us a little bit more about your daily, you know, what goes into yeah. doing a typical broadcast. So I guess I'll start with, there is an assignment editor. And so it picture them like the mission control of the newsroom. Okay. And they are the ones that their whole job is to focus on what's going on. Let's look at all the newspapers come and each reporter needs to come in with ideas and they're going to now if there's two people with feature ideas they need to know well we need a hard news story today and so mm. so there is an assignment editor then there are producers and then they're assigned to specific shows you know we have a lot of newscasts we, we start at five in the morning that goes to seven and then they're doing cut-ins Sarah Kirkley is doing cut-ins all during Good Morning America mm. and then there's a noon show which is an hour all of these shows have expanded I feel like you know the mm. morning show might have just been a half hour at one point in time but now mm. it's two so there, uh, the person who puts together that 5 to 7 a.m. they come into the newsroom about midnight 
Oh, wow. And they work over, they work overnight. So his whole job and anyone who's producing a show is to take all these puzzle pieces, all these stories, and then also what's going on on the Associated Press and maybe ABC News has given us stories is to decide the order that they go in, what kind of treatment. Now, some stories you can tell in just a 20 second VO, a VO voiceover. Okay. That would just be us reading something and then you can have video over it. Mm -hmm. Or you can do like a, a graphic. Maybe the story can be told with just a graphic with bullet points. Yeah. But maybe a story you actually need to hear from that person and you need to hear the sounds of what's going on and hear the crowd cheering or, you know, whatever it may be. And so that would be uh, what's called a package. And that's where you hear the reporter talking and then the subject will talk a little bit and then the reporter will talk mm -hmm. and, you know, it's back and forth and that's all edited and put together. It's about a minute 30. And so as a producer, you will decide what is the best format. And then you want the first story of the top of the newscast to grab people. You want it to be compelling. And what I love, I love about our market here, it doesn't have to be horrible news. We can lead with something that is just great or our veterans. I will oh. lead with remembering a veteran any day. Every time. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And I, you know, as much as we can talk about the Facebook complainers, which there are, but <laughs> I love our viewers that, that we're all okay with those yeah. kinds of right, things. Right. Because I would yeah. tune into that. Yes. More so maybe than I would like the, well, it, here's another and we've talk, terrible story. Yep. Yeah. And and so it'll be interesting, like a producer can come in and they'll get stuff off the wire of crime that's happening in Lincoln. And they may think, well, this is hard news. There's a gun that somebody got, you know, gunfire in Lincoln. And we would always say, though, does that, do our viewers, does that matter here in central Nebraska? What news can we give that people can only get here and what is newsworthy what is newsworthy here specifically here? because sometimes especially um there's a lot of domestic d violence stories out of lincoln and that just doesn't feel it, it almost feels like like it's just filling for the sake of filling with hard news but yeah. what does it it just doesn't yeah. unless there's someone there's some kind of tie-in here i would rather we have more local stories specifically to the tri-cities well and do you feel like people get their hard news in different ways well, now Facebook, so they're expecting absolutely. something maybe different from the newscast i mean do you think that role's changing what an interesting point because mm -hmm. if something has been shared on facebook and is already uh, already there yeah the, hmm. by by you know the 10 o'clock news maybe it's even old news recycled yeah but yeah i like that you brought that up that is interesting <laughs> because the, the whole everything how people get their news it has changed the business has changed so much since i've been a part of it but people want the news they want it they want it now they don't want to wait until the 10 o'clock news yeah. And they they can get it in an instant. So we just have to think, what can we offer that you can't get on social media, that you can't get anywhere else? Mm -hmm. And one thing that we have that we'll always have is is the weather. And we'll be able to, <laughs> yeah. luckily for us, we have had, <laughs> I'm kidding there. We, but, but weather will always draw viewers because sure. you're not going to get that detailed weather. And your town is probably going to get mentioned on the, on the map. And we'll always have that. That will always have local sports that you won't be able to get other places. Mm -hmm. So then we try to find stories that are unique. So when you build a newscast, do you, are those 
prime slots where you know there are going to be eyes, like weather, sport, like the lead-ins to yes, those segments. Absolutely. Are those big? Absolutely. Interesting. And so, so we have um, there the first block of the news is like one block and then you go to commercial and then the next thing you do is weather and then you have one more block of news then it goes sports and then you have the cute little fun kicker at the at end at the end yeah the nice little button yeah, <laughs> yeah. yes mm-hmm. exactly we all joke and we make fun of Kent Bouton, our weather guy, for being old. I mean, that's what we do every time but the truth is I'm sure the young kids in the newsroom think I'm just as old as as Kent and I <laughs> Well, yeah, so Ken's been there forever. Um, but what was your route like? Where where did you start out? What how did you, how did you end up here? Yes. Yes, I went uh, graduated from college and while I was in so while I was in college, I got a job at KQ2. That's my station in St. Joe, Missouri. <laughs> and I was able to, I worked in production. I ran audio. And for a while. Oh, great. Yeah. You really could have helped us earlier. I, well, yeah, <laughs> just jump say, in there, Colleen. I just pressed buttons that uh, somebody else had set up. Yeah. But I was the only person trained in audio for a while. So I had to do every newscast. So I had to be there in the morning. Oh, and no. then when you're a college kid, yeah. you think it's so much fun. Fun. And then I ended up being in front of the camera at the TV station. Well, they needed someone to do some, com- be in some commercials. Yeah. AKA they needed not to get like a free person to yeah. be in this car commercial. <laughs> yeah. So that was fun. And then I started interning in the newsroom and I would help people carry their heavy gear. And then they actually <laughs> created a position for me where I was. Um, I would shoot high school sports on a Friday night, and then I was the general assignment reporter on the weekends, and there was a lot of crime and action. I was on call 24 hours, you know, 24-7, and mm. well, 24-2, because I just did the weekends. <laughs> the weekend. I was going to college the other five days, but <laughs> I loved it, and I loved that that was the foundation for my career, because in some ways, that was even a little bit more demanding we were very competitive with the Kansas City market because mm-hmm. we were so close right. and a viewer could either choose us or choose Kansas City so the the bar was pretty high and from there I went to I got an anchor position at Kirksville Atumwa and that's in Missouri and Iowa so I worked in the bureau and then I got an agent Ooh. and this agent he was going <laughs> to take me places and he sent my tape everywhere in the United States and I ended up in Nebraska. <laughs> I'm doing that podcast voice you don't like. <laughs> in Nebraska. I love it. I love it. <laughs> so, but that podcast was... How, that's it, right. Back up to the agent. Yeah. Uh-huh. There, Mort. What does the new... Does a news agent... <laughs> No. Did he smoke he was in his not. office? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> He's not even Mort. <laughs> oh, Mort. So, so Mort's in his office smoking. Yeah, smoking. Sure. <laughs> in his brown suit. With his foot up on the desk. And his real thick Listen, tie. Colleen, <laughs> we're going to send you to Nebraska. <laughs> but is he just watching News no. from all over. Did you submit a tape? I submit a tape. Oh, yeah. Mort, yeah. what and, a gig. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and back then, yeah, everything was a demo tape. So Mort hooked you up with a sweet gig. <laughs> he did. And the reason why, I mean, it was Monday through Friday. Yeah. What'd you call me? Lead anchor. Yeah, oh, there it yeah. is. There it is. By the way, that's not a title. <laughs> that's not a title. <laughs> I, I think if I called myself, I'd probably co-anchor. Right? Yeah. So obviously you've had a little bit of experience then in your career, um, and 
we also are very experienced at this <laughs> yeah. podcasting. Yeah. Have you had like big oops moments? I have. I'm glad you asked because I've written <laughs> down a few. <laughs> I like to say whoopsie doodle. So yeah. if, if you want to start saying that on the news, I would also love <laughs> to have a whoopsie reason. doodle. Yes. <laughs> the, problem is, the problem is now, as far as getting like bloopers, is that it'd be hard for something to happen that I couldn't recover f- from. Uh huh. Because I oh, just, you just said "fum" instead of "from," or you're so oh, embarrassed. Oh, edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> it, it just because I feel like there is a relationship there with the viewers that I just am not. I feel very comfortable that I'm having a conversation, mm-hmm. and so mm-hmm. no matter what would happen, I would just. Uh, but I have had bloopers, of course, <laughs> and. Uh, one that happened, and I was going to pull audio for you on this one, okay. but it, it, the, the, the man's name was Butch. It didn't come out that way. And somehow it came out as a word that rhymes with witch. I think we can, can we say bitch? Yeah, we can say bitch. that. That's his yeah. name, bitch. I didn't mean to. But that's we're bad. Do, were you that's like a genuinely bad making our contact? I can't talk. No. Are you contacting like, well, bitch. No, no. It was, it was definitely not oh. that way. But here's the thing. One, I would never mean to say anything like that. No. Two, that's near an FCC violation. Yeah, no, I was going to say. I mean, say. probably not really. I, but do you get, I mean, do you but, get flagged? Do you have to come into the office? And yeah, <laughs> to no, talk to because I corrected myself right away. Yeah. But that was nearly mortifying. Oh, that yeah. That was bad. Yeah, 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 I did not mean for that to happen. Mm-hmm. That was just maybe a year ago, but it's still, I'm still <laughs> it feels upset fresh. about yeah. that one. But what can happen, too, is when, you, when you've got a producer that's just starting out, sometimes you'll have little gems and scripts like I can remember this really happened that the lead of the story was that the jury has reached an anonymous verdict and they meant to put unanimous. unanimous. Oh, no. So it's almost like a game show. If you've not, for whatever reason, has happened behind the scenes that you don't have time to look at the script ahead of time, <laughs> you, you to... see this word and it's just rolling in your life and you have to you have to substitute it right on the fly. Well, now, today in social media, too, they would be all over you, oh, right? Yeah. If you said an anonymous verdict, you would get oh, feedback, right? Oh, terrible. <laughs> <laughs> like, they wouldn't let you live that down. They, they don't miss them. <laughs> and, yeah, but DVR did not exist back in the day. Yeah. So, so kind of the bloopers would just go out into the oblivion. And right. Know, it's yeah. just gone and it's over gone. and it didn't right. happen. Yeah. Now, wait, what did she say? <laughs> yeah, let me go back on that one. Yikes. But I just feel like if I am, I always try to be myself. I never try to, you know, we're joking about these words, these big fancy words that you're using. Mm -hmm. I would never put them in a script because I would never use them in normal conversation. Sure. And I think if you, if you are trying to put yourself out there and be an anchor and try to be someone else and be a little pompous. Yeah. I don't think that would fly. No. With Nebraska. I, I don't think, think people are impressed not into it. by no. that. Yeah. No. I, I agree. My ex-boyfriend, I can't believe I'm going here. Oh, go there. <laughs> go there. Every big word that he could use, he would I'd use. Get my and it, out. I would get so frustrated. Uh-huh. Like, just because you know the big words doesn't yeah. mean you need to use them. Like, no one is impressed. It's you're trying too hard. Right. Like mm-hmm. he had us toothache and he told me, he was like, my bicusp, my, like the, oh, the specific the, the tooth, tooth, whatever one yes. it was. And I was like, 
I don't care that you know what that tooth is called. You're right. That just, isn't that is just annoying. Stop whining about it. I hope, I hope you broke up with him <laughs> I for did. that exact reason. Basically, yes. <laughs> I uh, to to the opposite point in high school in Central Nebraska, I used the word ridiculous in front of a couple of kids, and they're like, "Oh, that's what I love about you. You just use these big words all the time." <laughs> Plus ridiculous. Who says ridiculous? <laughs> I'm like, who doesn't say ridiculous? You know, I believe you that that's exactly what happened it, because you can remember scarred it. Scarred me. Yes, totally. <laughs> I was like, oh, I guess okay, I, here's yeah. some other gems. Yes. Um, so I have had two children since I've been an anchor. And there was one time with my first that I was really, like, I, I was morning sick, all day uh, sick. Yeah. And I brought in a trash can underneath the news <laughs> desk. And when we would go to commercial, I'd pull it out. And I and sometimes I had to just throw up. And then I would just take my hands and I'd wipe it, because I could tell, like, my makeup had smeared, like, oh. Tammy Faye Baker, down my face. Oh. And I would just wipe it away. And just keep going. Oh, but what's, miserable. what's worse than being pregnant and anchoring is being not pregnant and having someone ask you oh, if you're pregnant. On the that news? happened. It happened on set. It was during a commercial break. Seth was right there. We talk. I mean, this was this is one of the most uncomfortable moments ever and the guest was going to talk about whatever yes i remember their name but i won't say (laughs) and i'm kind of like leaning and and she went oh my goodness you're expecting a third oh no and i wasn't and i just and i tried to spin it and i said oh campbell and caleb are doing great and seth is trying to get in there and she won't let up she's like oh when are you announcing this pregnancy i'm not uh, I was not pregnant. Oh. So then I did the segment with her and oh. then went into <laughs> no. the bathroom and cried. Oh. And then just wiped my makeup off oh. a minute later and mm. pulled myself together and finished the show. My mom and I talk Sucks. about every woman who's maybe had a baby has someone ask them, when are you going to have the baby? And you had it like a month ago. <laughs> and we both very specifically remember who the person was to, to my mother and to was me. Was person that had been on NTV it, as a guest for a- I didn't have to interview him on the news. <laughs> we just got to walk away. I got to yeah. leave. <laughs> you just put that game face on. Oh. Yeah. That's what you have to do. So that what that game was, phase is a big part of it. It is, and some, but sometimes I I think there's a nice balance between letting a story in and feeling it with the viewers versus like putting your guard up. And mm. sometimes your guard has to go completely up because it's too horrific to let it in. And this could be this me being completely delusional, but it's how I've been able to function is I picture every person that I'm talking to is just a friend. And I feel like they, like we accept each other and I'm just telling you, here's what's going on. We're comfortable enough to make a joke. If I say thumb Trump or whatever I said earlier, (laughs) that you're okay with that and we're forgiving and we can go on versus thinking that there's these people out there that I have to pretend to be this news anchor and they're watching and judging me. I, I don't, I don't think that I picture every viewer as my friend. And, and if anybody's ever seen me out in public, I think that I can hopefully (laughs) 
that I've acted that way. If someone has come up to me, I've been excited to see them. I never get sick of that because I'm glad that they're watching. Well, that's the thing. There's so much overlap too between public and yeah. and private. Your life. Yes. I mean, you know, I mean, it's just not that many people. You're, there's a good chance you're going to run into. I am lucky at least that if I'm not, if I'm not fixed up, which is like 90% of my life, I can go really <laughs> incognito, which is great. Because <laughs> I, I, yeah. I don't need that. But yes. Oh, this is what I was, I was going to say. That because I honestly, genuinely already like you. We haven't even met. But, but I feel like we have this relationship. So when you write me on Facebook to say that you hate what I'm wearing, I'm always so surprised. <laughs> I would never say that to you. Why would you talk to me that way? Yes, we're friends. <laughs> Why are you saying that? It's such a shock each time. So hurtful. It is. So you just have to let it go. Like, and it's so hard because you can get 10 nice compliments but that's not the one that sticks with you. Oh, it's always, yeah. it's always the one. And then I go look at their profile. And you're like, you don't dress so good. Yeah, I'm like, oh, yeah. no. <laughs> I don't think that. I saw those pictures from your vacation. I just think, oh, man. I, you know what? I just, I thought I was more to you than just a head of hair. Mm. And I can't believe that that's what my whole career has come down to, that you're going to comment on that. Rats. Because I feel like we're, we're deeper than that. I'm sure I know the answer. Does Seth get those critiques? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. Funny you should bring that up because no. 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 <laughs> no. He doesn't. And there's been male anchors who've worn the same outfit for a month in a row <laughs> just to kind of see what would happen and no one noticed. Nobody caught it. Do you ever catch yourself doing that though? I was, I was surprised and like horrified for myself when in the last presidential election, I would catch myself being like, but why did she wear that suit? Uh-huh. And I'm like, why am I judging her, Sue? Well, it doesn't matter. I already did it. You know, no, I right. just, or like. That programming's tough. <laughs> I yeah. mean, it, it is. Mm-hmm. It is. In, in, and I don't feel like, I mean, I'm a feminist, yeah. I, but it doesn't matter. Or I'm like, oh, why I are this? she didn't wear her hair that way. You know, or like dumb things. Why are the standards so different? Right. Yeah. Like, look at, yeah. Men, like you said, can wear the same thing or... No one would notice. They could have been wearing the same thing for the last 50 years. Although... It would never... It would not matter. They have been. Yeah, they have been. Yeah, tune in to see... Seth and Kent have about the best hair ever. Seth has won like a national contest for his hair. So maybe that's why nobody's really? complaining. Because he just has good hair. He does. It's does so he have some him. tips for us? The thickest yeah. hair. Why are scientists not studying their follicles? I don't know. But, and then Dave Greek is like, GQ, that guy dresses so sharp with a pocket square. Oh. He does all these fancy things. So, so maybe they're, I'm just next to such impeccably dressed yeah, people. Yeah, that must be it. That, you know. You're the only one who needs the notes, yeah. (laughs) Uh (laughs) That's it. I remember. It's it's not the difference in society. No, it's just. Well, but yeah, it could be a combination. I remember being, oh, I was a high school kid or a junior high kid, and I did a job shadow. You do it. This is a thing. You do a job shadow day. You go spend a day with somebody whose job you think you want. And I got to spend my day with Colleen. When I was, maybe, I don't know how old it was, junior maybe. Was this before or after independence? I don't remember. The other thing Colleen and I overlapped on is she was a casting, locations I, or yeah, casting? Yeah, I did location, but then I did, you did both. casting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, on an independent I have an film. I IMBD page. You where, really should. Where is it? <laughs> <laughs> we can make one. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay, thanks. I'll just add it, add it to your Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, no, but Colleen worked on this independent film that I was an extra on, and it was the film that kind of sparked my 
desire to get into film. But somewhere in there, I also job shadowed with Colleen. And the point of this is you had been in New York before that very recently, I think. Yeah. And you were so chic and looked like no oh. one here and dressed so well. And I saw you in person and was like, <gasps> like oh, my oh, I've gosh. I've never this, this one- story. Well, they were putting you, you know, in news clothes for yeah. whatever the time for 2002, so which, you know, <laughs> I don't know what the offerings were. But, but to see you walking around the newsroom, I was like, oh, and thank you Look for recognizing. That. Yeah, I mean, with your it, ridiculous vocabulary. What well, with your, my ridiculous <laughs> vocabulary? It just was a glimpse into a different world that I knew I was interested in somehow in a small towny way. Do you know how and how happy it makes me that to make the opportunities with even like the Independence movie, mm-hmm. which is called Independence, mm-hmm. make that happen because. I would have loved someone to do that for me yeah. when I would have been your age. If I could go back to Colleen growing up in Gallatin, Missouri, population 2000, <laughs> I would say, Colleen, you can do whatever you want to do. You've got this passion for screenwriting. Why aren't you going out to L.A.? But it never occurred to me to dream that big. And that's how I ended up. I went to a safe school, which I, I'm glad I went there. But I went to an hour away from home, Missouri Western. I picked video production so I could sleep in. <laughs> I worked at the TV station behind the scenes and then kind of, you know, lucked my way into on camera there and then on camera for Western Weekly at Missouri Western. But I didn't know that I could do whatever I want. I wanted. So let's make sure we tell our kids. Yeah, sometimes can. even when, you know, I, I knew I had a talent for it. I knew I wanted to do it. And I still took me a decade to tell anybody, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, I mm-hmm. still for a long time backburnered it and, you know, yeah, it's just, it's, everybody's on their own little well, <laughs> journey exactly. of getting there. And, and we wouldn't change a step about where we are right yeah. now at this exact moment. Yeah. You know, <laughs> maybe not. <laughs> Katie and I's mutual therapist <laughs> says that you can't look at. The, the what ifs, you know, the, the yes. rewrite history without thinking of the bad what ifs too. Like, uh, what if I had made this jump and then done this thing and then tanked my career at 23 and yes. then became an alcoholic? And then, I mean, oh, like, you know. you can have revisionists there's to, both, in your mind. Like, there's both what ifs, yes. you know. And you only think about the glamorous yeah. what if. Yeah, That's or it. something. You just saved me therapy. Thank you. We'll just keep listening to the podcast. It's all just going to be tidbits from our our therapist. I wrote down some landmark stories that I can remember. Oh, yes. The very first package I did as a reporter. (laughs) Now, I told you what a package was. That's where you hear my voice, and then I do people. It means surrender. No, not surrender. (laughs) (laughs) Different. That was a different thing. Surrendering. I know that word. Package. It was on... The O.J. Simpson trial. No. How does that date me? (laughs) That's good. Is that like a 93 or 94? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, but it was. 92? I was going to say 93. I'm going to Google it. You guys keep going. Okay. Because it was, yeah. Um. So that was my first uh, package that I ever did. And then I can remember the very first major story I was anchoring, and that was the death of Princess Diana. Oh, wow. 94. 94 for O.J. Simpson, Princess Diana. And then your first anchoring was Diana? Yeah, like 97. You know, I probably watched that. I remember very specifically watching the news when that happened. And I was still in Kirksville then. Then I came to NTV 
So Princess Diana, if it was in 97, then December of 97 is when I came uh-huh. to NTV. And then I worked for two years, met my husband, moved to New York. We loved it. I just didn't envision coming back, but then then we ended up coming back. You know, <laughs> what part of New York did you live in? I lived in Manhattan, oh. right at 53rd and 8th. And then we Maybe you're familiar with it. Manhattan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right there. In oh. the city. Oh, oh the one. Yeah, got it. <laughs> then I moved to Astoria, Queens. Oh. And I was Scenic. a 12-minute subway ride from Times Square. Mm-hmm. And what I loved so much about Queens is that my entire commute on the subway was above ground, and you would run parallel with... With the, with the Manhattan skyline, oh, so I always nice. and I knew every time I looked out the window that it was a fleeting moment that I mm. wouldn't be here forever, and I would just look out the window while I was listening to. I'm trying to think what what would have been my song in 2000. <laughs> I don't know what music mm. I was listening to in 2000. All I can think but. of is the theme song from The Hills. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> The Hills was huge, and that oh, was the first season it. of Survivor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You knew it was just a fleeting moment in time. You didn't. You knew you weren't going to stay. Right. Well, I just. Yeah, I did not think we would grow old in in New York. Mm. But that brings me to the third story I wrote down to tell you guys about. So I was in New York on September 11th, 2001, and the first thing that you know that being a, a reporter, it never never leaves you. So even though I'd been away from NTV for maybe a year and a half by then, I still called the TV station and did a phone interview about what was going on. And I was in, I was working for CBS that day. And I mean, we don't, we definitely don't need to go there. That's one of those things that if I really let it in of that day and what it was like and the screams I heard, and it's, it's, it's hard. It's easy just to be superficial and tell you the here's what happened da, 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 da. but to let it into my heart like it's oh. but doing that phone interview oh, from imagine. new york back here to central nebraska i mean uh, my mother-in-law actually was quick on the play record on the vcr and she recorded it so oh. so we so you have that we have it yeah I mean, to be able to convey what that's like there to the people, you mm-hmm. know, I mean, I, it's, that's got to be. I think it, it put a different face that people, they know someone that's there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It didn't, it didn't make it seem so far away. It was someone that I'd been an, an anchor at, at NTV for two years. So someone that had been a part of their lives right. for two years. I, and basically mm-hmm. I was about a, a mile and a half from where the, the towers fell. But in Manhattan, that's, uh, that's still like half the island. I was up at sure. 52nd Street. <laughs> wow. Well, there were so many. I think eventually I kind of became a, like, like you kind of have to shut yourself off. And like, like, so just, like I said, you don't get that luxury. Whereas like you hear a heartbreaking story oh. after heartbreaking story about that. And then... Mm-hmm. I know it. Yeah. It kind of can blur together for me and you have to like yeah. stay fresh for all of them. I don't know how. Yeah. yeah. No, that must just be, I guess, lucky for me that I feel that, that <laughs> civic responsibility <laughs> yeah. and, and that I, that I can plug along. Uh, so I guess, uh, Katie, did you have anything else you wanted to I think I, I guess the only thing I think that we haven't really talked about is like I know you said that like without hair and makeup you're able to go out. Oh, totally. So, oh, so yeah. you yeah. like you don't feel like you're bombarded with it a lot. And if if yes, 
it's so it's interesting that I can remember when I was coming up as a reporter and seeing the anchors in public, I felt like everyone stopped and did a double take and would <laughs> nudge each other like, you know, it's a real legitimate celebrity. But then when it's you, it either it's me that people aren't impressed to see or it's, it's not happening or it is happening and I don't know but I never feel like so special and swagger when I walk in people are looking but if someone does come up it's much more of just a it's a well there are a few things that some people always say some people always say I don't know why but if they see me on the weekend they'll say you're not working today I've not worked a weekend. <laughs> in like in twenty years, I've worked two weekends. I think there's something to say. Yeah, yeah. I think they're just surprised mm-hmm. to, to you know they just, just need something to, fill up. to say. Yeah, it's better than you stepped out of the little box. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's, it's the same idea. Like, yeah, oh, cool. So that will happen. Um, you always get the you look thinner in person. I was gonna say you look smaller in real life. Yeah. Like that one. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I can I can actually tell almost where they're going to go with that. Like, oh, I was just going to say you that you look better in person is, is, is what I'll get. Is and it a compliment? That's, that's right. Yeah. If you're listening, it's not a compliment. <laughs> How about just say you look lovely on screen and in person? Or you could say you're even more beautiful in person, it's, right? Like yeah, that except would be, but my money and my bread and butter is how I look TV. on TV. So I want to look good there too, if yeah. I can, you know, yeah. if I'm being honest. <laughs> yeah. But so I never, ever get like annoyed. Oh, too many people are coming up because that doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't happen. That's not the reality. Secondly, I'm excited that they are watching and they know me and I don't take that for granted and I'm grateful because you have a lot of options of where to go Mm. to with your time and not even competing with other news channels but you could be binge watching something or whatever you're doing I'm glad you're watching us because we're trying to give you a product and tell you news that you know we think that is important and that you should know that's going on in your community I did have this one time (laughs) this one time (laughs) where I think that I just, I, I, I look back, what was I thinking at this moment? And it might have just been to try something new. It might have just been to say something that I've never said. So when someone said, <laughs> you know, you look like that lady on the news. Has anyone ever told you that? And then I don't admit that it's me. And then they start to talk about me to me. And then, and then in the middle of it, I'm thinking, oh my gosh, get me out of far. this. Oh it was very God. like Mark Twain, like at your own funeral. Why have I done this? What if they start hating me to me? Oh, darn it. Wait, fiddlesticks, rattles, fiddlesticks. Whoopsie doodle. Whoopsie daisy. Whoopsie daisy. Do, do, do. Whoopsie do. What have I done? Luckily, they were a fan. I mean, oh. that they just enjoyed watching it. So you learned that lesson, and then I did, like, yeah, yeah, I don't, don't know do why I did that. <laughs> so, okay. oh, I had one other funny. Oh, yeah. The only time I've ever been kind of not. Well, I don't know if it's the only time, but it's the time I can recall where I did. Uh, there was a guy at a bar, and and he said, uh, "Hey, can I see you again?" And I said, "Yes, you can." <laughs> and he said, "When?" And 10, I said, tomorrow night on the news. <laughs> I that's was just good. in college. Like, that's fine. That was a fun one. That's that was good. a fun one. That is good. And mm-hmm. then I'm like, he, I can't believe I just did that. <laughs> but I did. <laughs> Every 
once in a if while. you didn't i'd have been so disappointed yeah. <laughs> you can see me every night <laughs> have you ever had an admirer to, that writes into the station yes. <laughs> anybody has anyone ever liked you in general right. no but you know the- <laughs> it's horrible have you I, ever had i know what you mean like has yes. it ever gotten to where i feel scared yes yes uh-huh yes it has and i don't quite know what to do uh-huh. Uh-huh. It's, uh-huh. it's a Facebooker. It's a, it's a tricky mm. it's a tricky thing because you can't uh-huh. restraining order. I mean, yeah, no. There's like a lot that has to take place before anything can actually Nothing be done, right? Nothing to where I feel, uh, but I do make sure that someone has a record of this person in case mm-hmm. something happens to me. I know who it was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a Facebook person. Oof. Yeah, but I think that the younger girls attract a different kind of attention yeah, that way a different kind of attention and mm. i've never been one that has gotten so much you know attention from males just that one guy all right well the, the one guy at the bar <laughs> that's the only time you've ever been hit up that one is her husband that one is her husband it is it was your yeah. husband now we're married <laughs> his name was mort <laughs> <laughs> Had to turn it on to get that agent. I was just gonna say, I feel like I have much more of a non-threatening kind of wholesome look, which has served me well. So that because girls that come on that are very attractive, they get many more hate emails from other yeah. females. Oh, so oh. I've, I've never. I was gonna. I thought you were gonna say from men because that happens too. <laughs> yeah, that too. Especially being a female in sports is right, tough. Yeah. You better know your stuff, and you better know it twice as I well. Never ever make a mistake. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. But no, I was going to say that it's it's actually, you know, if, if the hand that I was given, I feel like a lot of those cards were just right for this job. Yeah. To just to have that level of attractiveness. I'm using air quotes for you out there. <laughs> that, that I'm okay, but yeah. I'm not too much. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, you played it down. It was nice and humble. That's right. <laughs> In the room, listener, it felt humble. <laughs> <laughs> the voiceover you don't have to go back and edit that <laughs> no it's perfect <laughs> I love it okay so there are a couple of questions we like to end on uh, and the first one is if there's one thing you hope our listeners can take away from our conversation today what would it be if, if you would allow me this is what I want to say to certain people that call into the station but you never can right oh, <laughs> this seems fun <laughs> the right mind would say no thank you no, I don't think that's the direction we're taking this yeah. interview <laughs> but I could never say this however if you're listening and this is you I'm not pregnant this is oh yeah that's just, that ship is way sailed quit asking don't comment on anyone's fertility in any way shape or form absolutely those are the rules in 2019 it is that if you are on nebraska.tv you are on our website, okay? The ads that you see are targeted based on your browsing history. Not you. So if Not you log into Nebraska.tv and send me a screenshot of a porn site, that's on you. That's your husband or you? Maybe it's you. I don't know, but it's not us. <laughs> oh, the people. Oh, wow. Is that the number one call you get? <laughs> no, but it's always the funniest one <laughs> because we know oh. somebody's been on a porn site in your house. Do you re- 
how do you respond to that? I mean, well, do you we're, tell them? We're much, yeah, it's much more yeah. diplomatic than, yeah. than that. Like, listen, if you're I'm not, not like, porn, somebody's been on the porn side. <laughs> <laughs> it's not just like a gift that you yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh, that would be fun. But they'll send screenshots and they are incensed. Oh. That, no, how dare you have this pornography? I that's don't. A, <laughs> you know, mine doesn't show that. Mine, it says Neiman Marcus. I don't know what's on Mine says Neiman Marcus. I just made that up. It really is like Dollar No, I get Neiman Marcus ads. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't think I ever said Neiman Marcus. Yeah. Okay, so, so thank you. The end. Yeah, I'm that's now, I wrote that... I wrote it down because <laughs> I was hoping to get to say You're that. You're doing the good people a service. <laughs> You're saving people a lot of potential embarrassment. Yeah. And watch every night at 5, 6, and 10. You can also watch us live at Nebraska.tv. <laughs> That's awesome. Anytime. Uh, and then, finally, mm-hmm. uh, what concept would you like us to explore next? What's a topic or a person you'd like to hear more about? I want to know how electricity works. No, no, <laughs> no. you do not. <laughs> That's We've covered that. That's it's an inside a, joke. Okay. The okay. <laughs> Why don't you have Eileen's on and find out how she gets that frosting so good? Oh, that's She's a right good there one. in Hastings. She'd bring cookies. And Runza, too, is a local business, too. Mm-hmm. I've, I've interviewed him. Okay, but mm-hmm. enough about food. Uh, what do I want to... We brought you a sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> talk about this is fun so something that we all know about but we don't really know how it works Mm -hmm. don't you have an astronaut in hastings yes he's a hastings college i get my podcast voice (laughs) on hastings college graduate clayton anderson there it is yeah he is the nebraska's only astronaut he would be fun and he Mm -hmm. would you can do these remotely or do they have to be here no we can do it remotely remotely. he would definitely i can hook you up with clay Name drop. <laughs> it's just Twitter. I'm sure he's already at, listening. Yeah. <laughs> uh, duh. He's he's our one like on Facebook. Right now. <laughs> that was me. Oh, just well, kidding. It was. Oh, you guys. Did there's, you see it? There's no content on there yeah. yet. <laughs> That's okay. But it exists. Okay, so with that, we are going to wrap it up. Uh, I'm fairly certain we overshot our half hour mark. <laughs> Just a little. <laughs> Not even close. Uh, even with heavy editing, we're still very far <laughs> beyond that. Um, but we want to thank you, Colleen Williams, for being our anonymous guest, our <laughs> inaugural guest. <laughs> unanimous. Uh, unanimous. An- anonymous. Anonymous. Inaugur- inaugural. <laughs> yeah. Infamous. Uh, They're all interchangeable. Interchangeable. Uh, <laughs> Podcast listeners, stick with us. This is just number one. <laughs> yes. Come back. It'll be like a little bit more formatted in the future, right? Yeah. Or not, not, I mean, no not promises. formatted. Um, <laughs> I don't know. We don't know what it'll be. Today's episode was sponsored by SB Photos. That's E-S-B-E-E Photos by Sharice Brining. Uh, she took our incredible pictures for the podcast. She takes a lot of pictures of my baby. She took pictures of me delivering my baby. <laughs> Yikes. Uh, and I got to say, she she offers these amazing Grow With Me packages that would make awesome baby shower gifts. Uh, check her out on Facebook, SB Photos in Holdridge, Nebraska. Um, and if you have a concept that we should explore in the future, email us at noconceptpod at gmail.com. 
Or if you're interested, wait, oh yeah, <laughs> I forgot what I was saying. Or if you're interested in sponsoring an episode, still email us at noconceptpod at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram or Facebook at, you guessed it, noconceptpod. Uh, at gmail.com. At gmail.com. <laughs> uh, yeah, and we'll have a phone line sometime, so then you'll be able to call us too. Maybe. Maybe. No promises. <laughs> All right, we'll stick with do. it. Next week, we have another topic uh, that's going to blow your mind, probably. <laughs> I would guess we'll have we'll have a real topic next week rather Something than we like don't understand rather than all. podcast 101 <laughs> most people do not understand yes all right thanks for listening we don't have a sign off goodbye <laughs> bye <laughs>